Happy Sunday, sinners, and welcome to All Aboard for Hell. This podcast ensures that by the time you're done, your soul does not go to heaven. But there is a heaven to which I would like to go, specifically Seventh Heaven. No, 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 not that shitty TV show that I refuse to watch. It's a Whoa, bar that in the was video a good game. show. Fuck you. Oh, eat shit. No, terrible. Hate Team it. Team Simon. Fuck that. No, I hated the whole goddamn thing. Anyway... Seventh Heaven is a bar in the video game Final Fantasy VII. And we were thinking this morning about all the different games in that series, which ones we really loved, and we thought, well, why not? Why not bullshit about this for an hour? So, into Final Fantasy we go, I suppose, now. And which one is actually your favorite? Ten. I knew it. I fucking knew it. It's Yuna. It's Yuna, the innocent girl I mean... who ends up being a badass. Yeah, I First can't... off... Lulu is where it's fucking at. I mean, come on. That's the woman who's just like, step on my throat, please. Yes, and thank you. Mommy. (laughs) You know she's dangerous, but she also got nothing but dolls to work with. So it's like, oh, she's a freak freak. Oh, yeah, for (laughs) sure. Like, damn, like, and her boobs are just like, you know, like pushed together. Yeah, she is goth queen. She She is is, the goth girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, I have a soft spot for, for Riku, honestly. I got a hard spot for her. Yeah, uh, I could cosplay (laughs) Aaron at this point. I'm a surly old drunk. (laughs) Not anymore, but I'm still surly and old, so. Um, I mean, I think I liked him better than Titus, honestly, so it's... uh, Yeah, but... Titus Titus was just too pretty. Titus looked like Meg Ryan. Yes! He looked like fucking Meg Ryan! Oh, Oh my God, yes. I looked just like, I know, I know that... This is this is the gay propaganda. That's a pretty motherfucker right there. I mean, he but, was so pretty. He but was. He wasn't for me, man. No, I uh, I didn't mind Titus actually. Everyone likes to. FF10 was magnificent. And for people who might be watching or hearing this, um, and you know they're playing like Baldur's Gate three or Final mm-hmm. Fantasy sixteen, you guys cannot appreciate what an order of magnitude difference those games were in visual fidelity from the era of PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2. That was a huge fucking leap. Oh, God. I can still... uh, I I used to be able to play to Xanarkand, which is the the game's opening motif. It really sets the mood. And, you know, FF10, if you open up on this game, right, it's it's devastation from word one. You see... Oh, my God, yes. Like... When did you first play it? I imagine probably the year it came out or close to. I don't even know when it came out, but I think I played it around 2004. So a few years after. Okay. Yeah, because I remember I was um, the guy I was dating at the time lent Mm -hmm. me the game. And then we broke up and I had to give it back to him and I never finished it. So I had to finish it years later, Mm. you know, but but yeah, I got you. Yeah, that would have been also about the time Final Fantasy X-2 released. And then yeah. you have Yuna, Riku, and Payne. Payne, who was apparently Lulu's much cuter cousin, still mean, I mean... Though. It's like, well, there's no getting around it. Lulu the OG, but... She is the OG. Holy shit. Yeah, um... 
Final Fantasy X, for, for, there might be some people who hear this who don't even play video games and wonder, why are these fucking nerds talking about this shit? Well, because we're nerds, okay? Honestly, like, yes. Like, what the fuck? Um, it's a turn-based game, and the combat system was tweaked in such a way that I thought it was fucking magnificent, you know? You can switch characters in and out of battle, because typically in a Final Fantasy game, you have a huge cast of characters, but you can't use them all at the same time. Uh, this is because limitations of the systems on which the games were developed didn't permit that. Like, what is it, Final Fantasy VI? Yo, that had 14 fucking characters as a maximum. But you could only use, I think it was four at one time. Although, in the climax of that game, when you're fighting God, because that's how all Japanese role-playing games end. You, it's like, first mission, let's go and save this cat. Last mission, deus vault, motherfucker. Boom. But... Yeah, uh, you uh, know what? I loved um, using the Aeons. Those things were fucking yeah. awesome. Holy shit! Uh, I mean, who is your favorite Aeon? My favorite? Yeah, I gotta. I'm such a fucking simple creature. I gotta go with Ifrit. I gotta. You go know with what? Ifrit. That's mine too. Honestly, I use them quite often. Like yes, you know who? What monster is more iconic than Ifrit for the summons? Maybe I don't think anyone is. You know, you use the Hellfire and stuff like that. Mm, so amazing. Phoenix is also good. And actually, man, if we're going to be on this topic, like, uh, no, keep it to one Final Fantasy at a time. So maybe we should also address, if it's Final Fantasy, why are there so many of them? Well, back in the days, Hironobu Sakaguchi, the uh, creator of the series, he realized that his company would have one last shot at making something that actually established them as a studio of repute. And so he jokingly said, well, this is my final fantasy, I guess. And that's what they called it. They thought it sounded good. And it hit big. Compared to the competitors like Dragon Quest, it had a much more Western kind of a feel. Uh, I, there actually is a term for Japanese people obsessed with Western shit. Do you know what it is? No. Westaboo. Okay. The inverse of weeaboo, which is... Somehow got turned into an insult for uh, Western folk who are fucking obsessed with Japan. I don't even know how it started. That'd be an interesting topic of itself. But anyway, yeah. Final um, I need to take like a, a, a five minute break. I think Emma is crying. <laughs> and here's the technical difficulty sign. Uh, yeah, and I don't like. I'm hearing it in my head. So hold, please. Be right back. This is what happens when you have kids, you understand. They take up all of your time. They have no sense of proportion. They don't realize that this trifling and wonderful video, this thing that you cherish, something that reconnects you with old friends and gives you a sense of purpose, means more to you than the fact that your sister won't let you watch fucking Bluey at 8.24 in the morning. Nope, they don't give a shit. They have to be catered to. It's a fucking miracle there are people, honestly. If you are interested in this little chocobo mug, then it's available from a website called beerswetrust.com. Wait, hold on. Singular, beerwetrust.com. This is a custom mug. It was made uh, for me, commissioned by my little brother. Probably, I don't know. Right now, the store is offline. They might be selling 10 billion of these things. I don't fucking know. All I know is this is a chocobo. It is a giant bird you ride and have fun with. And it makes me happy. 
it's not beer. It's coffee in here, but you know, I'm not drinking beer at 8:25 in the morning. What kind of loser do you think I am? Yes, well, you are. That's exactly the kind of loser I am. So, sorry, sorry, I was trying to keep the audience regaled. Yeah, no, I forgot they they um were sleeping downstairs tonight. Like they uh, last night, they asked to sleep downstairs. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes they fight because somebody's leg is in the way. I knew it had to be something simple. I I was conjecturing that, you know, um, Ari wouldn't let Emma watch Bluey or some shit. Oh, no. Ari's face was in the way of her legs. Oh. So so she needed space. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. It it works. It works. And then Fatty was in the way because Fatty was sleeping with them. And yeah. He was like trying to lick them. Fatty is a dog. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this, but I need to establish... (laughs) <laughs> we're not taunting children here. No, no, no. Uh, we're talking about a cute little wiener dog that actually looks like a sausage. So, yeah, yeah. And I know where you got Dash Hound from, by the way. Where? That's the that's the equivalent of Greyhound in Grand Theft Auto Five. It's oh. a, a building that they have. Okay. It's like right outside one of the strip clubs, I think. Okay, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, that's where she got this dumb shit from. I can't believe it. But uh. anyway. Anyway, um, I think kids. we were still discussing Final Fantasy, the original, and ten is your favorite. So, yes, did you ever play thirteen though? I, I know that's so underrated, like people hate it, but I actually kind of like it. I I tried playing it, and although I love the the vibe and the visuals, the aesthetic, the story did not really compel me, and the combat system I found a little boring. And at the time, I was also, I think I didn't have a PS3 at that time. So I was like playing at a friend's house or something. Okay, so, got it. Uh, yeah, I think at that time I was making the transition to playing computer games, which mainly meant like uh, the Half-Life titles, things like that. And uh, I love first-person shooters, or at least I used to. They were like, oh my God, such a power fantasy for me. And at the time, I didn't really have much power over anything, so that's why I kind of just went full bore into it and became the gamer bro. No, I, I'm never that obnoxious, but... <clears throat> yeah, you are. Come on. You're right. I You're am, all I am about obnoxious. being obnoxious. Seriously. I love it, though. I like being obnoxiously positive, thank you. Okay? Okay, There's fair. A difference. I'll give you that. No, yeah. um, Final Fantasy X, for me, it's not my favorite, but I still think of it very fondly. However, I, mean, I, I love the music from it. Like you said, to Zanneker and come on. That whole motif. I yeah. think I, I appreciated uh, I appreciate the game much more now than I did when I was younger because those themes of loss, of dealing with something terrible, existing in a world that is pretty much condemned, but fighting on anyway. Even as I'm talking about it, like I feel goosebumps because I'm like, you know what? That fucking speaks to me. Yes, I love it. Um, oh, and that was some bullshit, though, because uh, it's it's like a fucked up love story, if you really think about it, because they don't end up together, right? And they don't know it. <laughs> spoilers for all three people who wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, so it's there's... like either like everyone's fighting, um, like mm-hmm. Titus didn't know Yuna would have to die, right? Yeah. To do the final summon. And then at the end, like... Titus disappears. <laughs> so that's a little that you're underselling it. Yeah. The the Final Fantasy games have always had extraordinarily convoluted and nonsensical plot lines. Like it's a fucking video game. Come on here folks. If you want like cinema or literature, go watch a movie or read a book. But FF10 had one particular idea and it was this. 
there is what is called the far plane. Now, it's a physical realm, but it is also the hereafter. And this is where souls are relegated when you die. And what was it they called the spirits? There was a specific name for them, the little lightning bug-looking things. I, I can't think of it right now. Hold on. Well, anyway. Yeah. As it turns out, at the end of the game, uh, the protagonist, Titus, is nothing but the instantiation and will of both the people of the game's world, Spira, as well as the, they call them the faith, right? It's oh, kind yeah, of like faith, a pseudo-religious yeah. uh, organization that wanted a hero that could deliver them from this menace that had been destroying things for so long. And Titus was the, the end result. He never really existed. He is. Well, yeah, he was from a different time, right? No, he never existed at all. Oh, he never existed. He's a dream within a dream. That was what he was. I've got to tell you, I, um, as much as I've played it, I have never made it to the end. I've never done the final boss fight. (sighs) I I either fucked up the way I, um, or in the beginning, like obviously I broke up with my boyfriend, had to give it back, never finished it. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to play it again later, I fucked up the way I did my talents and I wasn't strong enough to beat Sin. And I just, yeah. So first and foremost, just get zombify and then use a phoenix down. Boom. God's dead. Literally, it's the cheapest shit in the fucking game. But to beat him the, the normal way, it's very difficult because if I oh, remember yeah, rightly, sure. he heals like every other turn for like 10,000 fucking health. It's like, bro, what the fuck? It's, Go to hell. It's fucking insane, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I think that FF10 was fantastic up until about the time you go up to the, the mountain with Kimari. Kimari is a character who is kind of an yeah. anthropomorphic cat. Um, well, cat's underselling it. Lion, really. And he's great. He's a fantastic character. But about that time, the game just becomes a marathon slog of boss fights. Like, when you're facing Seymour Guado on the mountaintop, and he just nukes everybody in one move, yeah. it's like, I'm sick of this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's why I powered up the summons, the Aeons, got them all into overdrive, and then didn't use them. So I could lay into that piece of shit right then. Well, yeah, that was the trick because you kind of look it up and like, okay, how do I beat this? And it's like, all right, keep all your overdrives mm-hmm. and then go. Because if you try to do it any other way, you're fucked. Yeah, it's 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 possible much harder. Yeah, um, I died so many times in that game and I loved it. But you know what I hated about this game? <laughs> it's a... when you walk around and you're just like, all right, I need to get to a save point because I need to go do something else. And then something's like, aha, you're in battle. I'm like, you know what? Fuck off, yeah. please. So when you're playing this game, and this is true of a lot of the Final Fantasy games, most of them, in fact, um, at some point you will encounter every every step you take in the overworld or in a particular map has a chance that you will encounter a fight. When this happens, the screen seems to shatter and it switches vantage points. You see your characters, you see the enemies, and the fight has begun. By the way, if you're playing this really late at night and you're not expecting a fight, it's so jarring. Oh my god, the sound that it makes. Yeah. God damn. It gets your fucking attention. It's like dun, 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 dun. You just hear bom, that. Bom, like... bom, 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 bom. 
I love that music. It's so hype. Um, yeah, but when, like you said, you're trying to go to sleep, and all of a sudden, like that sound I of the need glass breaking. Save point, you piece of shit. <laughs> I know, and you're like too. Like I can see the save point. I'm like, I'm about to get there, and then it's like, you know what, bitch? I don't have time to fight you right yeah. now, but I will because I'm not gonna waste getting any like extra. Yeah, gear our, or our something. Eyes you know? are yeah. as red as your fucking glasses. Like three yeah. in the morning, we gotta ge- get up at seven because we're still in fucking high school. <laughs> useless the next day but yeah um another feature of these games is character progression this is not a new idea the the more you play the more abilities you get and all that stuff and typically uh in most of these games you just have level uh you know so you start at level one and you start incrementing getting to another level and by this i mean your character level right uh I, i think everybody's pretty much got the idea of how it works um but with FF10, you had something else as well. You had the sphere grid. This uh, is, yes. if you imagine like a gigantic uh, marble countertop with little impressions carved into it, right? And lines linking all of these indentations. That's what the sphere grid looks like. And each character can move about on this grid and unlock abilities contained therein. Now, this is an interesting way to do it because it means you have a little leeway in sculpting a character to be whoever you want. I don't think that it's a good system now, but at the time, it was original and unique, and it was definitely something interesting. Um, The Japanese release of Final Fantasy X could also be really easily gamed, and there were certain enemies you could hunt that would give you, like, God, like, 900-something at a turn uh, moves on this board or something like that. I might be misremembering, but I do Damn, remember I the Japanese. I don't remember that. Holy shit. Well, well, they cut it from the Western release because they were like, son of a bitch, this game's not hard enough now. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's excellent. Uh, it's available for purchase on pretty much all the contemporary consoles, as well as PC, in the Final Fantasy X and X2 HD remaster. What a mouthful. Yes. And it's yes. worth it if you... You mentioned the music specifically. They oh, yeah. made orchestral arrangements of everything. I turned it on trying to think, like, let's see what it's about. Oh, Bisset no, Island sounds fantastic. so much Holy more beautiful shit. played on a real instrument, not the mm-hmm. virtual one they had on the original. It's so good. But there's there's one character who I just want to I just want to tie to a tree and drive a car into. And you know this oh. character. Oh, who rides a shoe puff? Yeah. Yeah. It's been 20 years, and I still hate that son of a bitch. Fuck him. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. As soon as you did that, I'm like, oh, fuck you, man. Can we just talk about how Waka was really fucking racist, by the way? And like, oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, I should I should clarify. Um, in this game, there is a conflict between the citizens of Spira and the Albed, which are mm-hmm. loosely inspired by technophobes. And clearly they're like, like their motif is inspired by the Middle East. Right. Yes. And at the time this came out, that definitely did not sit really well with me. This is just a f- like 
was it before or after 9-11? I think it was after. I think it I was after, remember. yeah. But yeah, there was already a lot of anti-Middle Eastern sentiment going on in America. And I'm like, Waka would vote for Trump. Make Spira great again. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, he would. Those filthy Albed. And the whole time, one of the characters, uh, Riku, is Albed. Yeah, she's like and half or was she full? I think she was full Albed and Yuna was uh, half. half. Right? Yeah. Because they're cousins I, or something. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, look, man, Grand Maester got up in the desert. He found he found some Albed booty. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so yeah. you need to calm down with that shit. Roll it back, baby. <laughs> like, listen, don't make me throw your ball at your face, bitch. <laughs> A fucking blitz ball. I, I hated a, the fact that I had to play that as part of the game because yeah, I, I sucked at it. Ugh. I did not like blitz ball whatsoever. Although there are some people who a few years ago, I want to say they made it a, a mini game that was standalone because people liked playing blitz ball. And I'm like, you Why? motherfuckers are the ones who played FIFA. Okay. I don't Ugh. like that shit. I'm it's, here to it's, kill You're right. Shit. It's FIFA in water. And it's, it is. No, it really is. No, 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 no. It's, it's like playing... It would be the equivalent of being forced to play fucking um, Quidditch. Quidditch... The, do you remember that there was a Quidditch game released on the GameCube? The whole game was literally just Quidditch. Well, I in the, the Hogwarts latest. Legacy game, you get to play it, I think. Uh, I have not played it. Um, I mean, I played for, it, but I never got far because I, you know... Um, I know the that new Assassin's Creed game that... came out instead. Oh, yeah, true. How is that, by the way? It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, the storyline is good. Gameplay is good. I think it's actually okay. going in, like, an evil route. Hmm. Because it's well, supposedly, like, the story that um, people don't talk about in the Assassin world. But they're that, like, you need to hear the That's saying a lot, story, because yeah. the stories of the Assassins are fucking wild. All of them. Yeah. But... This one is wild. I think he's going to turn and be like, you know... Oh, no. Betray the assassins. So I, I feel like that's where he's going, but we'll see. I haven't finished it yet. Well, it's okay. Um, but yeah, FF10. I overall, I'm gonna give this a solid eight out of ten in terms of overall series quality. The temples, by the way, when you had to do those little fucking puzzles, Oh my god, fuck that. No, that's I looked not, that shit up. Hell no. I, I didn't need to look it up because it's a logic puzzle and I'm like, oh, okay, I can't, I know how, how to work this thing. I love puzzles. Like, my work every day is with computers. I get to solve puzzles for a living. That's how I think of it. It's fucking great. But those puzzles were just boring. Um, but, it was just a pain in my ass. Like, just give me the fucking Aeon and fuck off. Yeah. Um, um, combat story, the voice acting was pretty good overall. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> like they had John DiMaggio as Waka, right? Mm hmm And I, I like John DiMaggio no matter what. He's he's Bender bending Rodriguez before he's anything else, but he's also Waka. So I'm not sorry, Waka, every time Plaka, you say Plane. Waka now, I think yeah. of fucking the the Waka song from uh what's her face? Shakira? I don't know. There's a song literally by Shakira called Waka Waka for the FIFA World Cup. You in mean Africa. Oaxaca or Okay, then I don't know what the fuck is going on, and now I have to to learn about this. Yeah, it's called Waka Waka This Time for Africa. It was for the FIFA World Cup in Africa, I think. You know, I um I don't know what to say to that, so I won't say anything. Yeah, I don't I'll know what it, it means. <laughs> uh, I will go and say this. 
the the first Final Fantasy game I ever played or saw was Final Fantasy VII, but actually, I saw it in the year 1998 when it was released for PC. And I remember I was at my friend's house, uh, Andrew Singleton. Why do I remember his name? Jesus Christ, I was like 12 years old. Damn, the formative memories. Uh, Andrew, my boy, if you're out there, thank you for introducing me to this series. I'm deeply grateful. By the way, are you still playing Active Worlds? Because no one plays that shit. Like, he was obsessed. Anyway, um, Final Fantasy VII is widely regarded as overall series high mark. And that is because it was on a brand new uh, style of console, the PlayStation, right? This was 3D graphics, full motion video, and it adopted an aesthetic that was like steampunk and cyberpunk mixed. It was a very noir thing where you had, you, you were playing a terrorist, your eco-terrorist, right? Mm -hmm. The whole game opens up so fucking strong with blowing up a reactor. And let me tell you something, that's badass. It is. You have this spiky-haired protagonist who looks suspiciously like Goku. He's got a sword that's bigger than he is. It's fucking ridiculous. You got Mr. T, who's got, in place of a hand, a fucking gun. Like, mm -hmm. this is so stupid. This should not work. And yet it does. And I think it was at the point where you're infiltrating the honeybee in. And when I saw the visuals and saw the language the characters were using, my little edgelord heart was just thrilled. It's like, you mean we're cross-dressing to infiltrate a whorehouse to save our fr I'm sold. So, yeah, um, that game has... I don't think it's fair to just call it a game. I think that this is a cultural touchstone for millions of people because anywhere on this planet you go, if you start playing the opening prelude, someone will recognize it, and you'll see a stern face slowly light up. That is the depth of impact that these titles in general, and that one in particular, have had. And I think I remember, I was in like 6th or 7th grade when I started playing it, and I had never played a game that was more complicated than get to the end of a level, collect coins, save the princess, all that shit. But here, here, you have to put some fucking work in. The characters all have personality, and the personalities they have are delightful. Like, Cloud Strife? Come on, Mr. Uh, Let's Mosey. What a fucking badass! I loved it. As it turns out, that was just one of his many personalities, but that's digging into the story a little deeply. Um, and I guess now... We are a little more than a month from Final Fantasy VII Rebirth being released. So, yes, sir. The FF7 remake came out in the cursed year 2020, and it helped keep me sane. Um, yeah, I think we caused the um, shutdown because we were like, oh, we just need like a week off so we can play it. Yeah, we, uh, we, so Anne and I have. We have become convinced that uh, we wished the pandemic into existence because all we wanted was a couple of weeks where we didn't have to do jack shit, but play this delightful remake. Yes. We'd seen, we'd played the demo, we had seen all the information about it, and, you know, when I think about releases that make me hype, that is top of the fucking list. And... 
they captured with this remake. I'm cleaning my glasses, by the way. This is what my arm is doing. So I know if you're just hearing this, you can't see it. If you're watching and you see my arm doing like this, it's like, oh, God, no, don't do this. I just wanted to clean my fucking glasses. That's all, folks. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. They, I remember when I uh, first saw that it was going to be released on Unreal Engine 4. I was like, yes, they're taking it seriously. They're not fucking around with their own bullshit tech anymore. Square, Square Enix, I love you guys so much. You need to focus on telling a story and making it fun because your tech department, whoever is coding your, your, your own uh, game engines, they need to take a day off. Epic has already done all the fucking hard work. Just use it. In fact, they are using it. They use it for Kingdom Hearts 3. They use it for a bunch else. Um, anyway, significant changes were made to uh, the gameplay it was made more real time and i know a lot of people who are so disappointed in that but i was one we can we can accept something for what we wish it was or how, what it actually is and taken on its own i thought it was fantastic i liked the gameplay i really did um because you know what yeah sure you've got multiple characters like you would in final fantasy 10 mm -hmm. but you could swap out and Play exactly. a specific character. Like, if you liked being, say, in my case, I like being Tifa. I would just constantly Surprises swap out to no her. One. No, 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 because she's, like, I like, I prefer, like, the fast movements. Mm -hmm. You know what she's I'm saying? badass. They really she captured is, that. yeah. Like, every single time. Like, I would swap characters to issue commands and just yes. let them do their own thing because, come on, man. It's Cloud. How could I not want to play him? Uh, but... I, I mean, I've say, played Cloud, too. He's my... Yeah, yeah. But Tifa, come on. She's, like, fast. She does cool she's, things. <laughs> she's the martial artist girl next door. And let's be honest, she's the superior girl. Eris, God yes. bless you. Like, I don't resent Eris at all. Aerith. Shit, Aerith. I forgot they changed it. Damn it. It still sounds so weird to me. Aerith is wonderful, but Tifa's it. Come on, man. Come on, Tifa is. Yuffie's Chef's also kiss. good, but then again, like it, it I, I, we are at the cusp of forty, and Yuffie's like sixteen canonically in the game, so it's like. <laughs> mm, now she's ninja jailbait, and I can't. No, I can't admit it publicly. But what I do in the privacy of my own web browser, it no. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I will tell you, my PlayStation Four. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't done it with the 5, I, I don't know why. But my mm -hmm. PlayStation 4, my background isn't the PlayStation screen. It's the Tifa. It's got Tifa's theme playing, and it has um, Tifa on it with, like, the whole group and stuff. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, she's got a beautiful theme, too. So it's, we should, Oh, yes. We should clarify, every character, well, not every character, but most of the characters have a strong theme associated with them. And Tifa's is this kind of gentle piano music and when you listen to it well i will play it on repeat to go to bed and mm -hmm. for at least a little while while i'm listening to this music if i shut my eyes and hear this melody overtake me briefly i'm 12 again and the future holds more opportunity than fear wow that got dark fast fuck um yeah. anyway okay um, my depression. And either way, Tifa's hot. <laughs> yeah. Also, so this is something we have to address, right? Like, 
Tifa in the original Final Fantasy VII, you're working with characters that are made of simple polygons, and she's very chesty. Like, there's no other way to say it. Yeah. The girl got some big titties. Yeah, and in does. the FMVs, like, the, I, I, I know women whose tits are bigger than their heads, but this was ridiculous, right? Yes. Like, yes. half her torso was just boob. And when people were talking about how she'd look in the remake, there were some very angry verge, uh, angry nerds who <laughs> thought they're going to downsize her. It ruins it. It's like, first off, even if they do, she's still the childhood friend who fucking was bad enough to grab the main villain's own sword and try to just murk that son of a bitch. No, no. Tifa is a fucking queen. We stand Tifa Lockhart in this house. Yes. Okay. And as it happens, like, she's still pretty fucking well endowed in the remake. Like, guys, oh, no. she's, she's pretty. You, that girl shit. tanked. Like, if I, I knew some some people online who annoyed the shit out of me, it's like, not big enough. It's like, I know you've never held a tit once in your fucking life. You angry virgin. <gasps> you fucking loser. Seriously? Listen, she was still fucking chesty. Okay, for yes. sure. Oh, there's also... There's also that one uh, scene in FF7 Remake where you can kind of tell Tifa what kind of outfit you want her to wear. You can choose yeah. between something sporty, something pretty, and something traditional. And I don't remember which one the blue dress was, but that blue dress fucking works. Like, Oh, oh you know what? Damn. I'm actually screen sharing right now and I see it. Do it, yeah. Yes, this blue dress. Hell yeah. That's my favorite. I will say the traditional one looks more like um, it looks almost like a geisha outfit. Is right. that the one I'm thinking of? <clears throat> but not bad at all. So this dress up event is also another. Th this is where I learned I was way more open minded than any of my peers in the South. Right. Because in the course of the game, Tifa, to try to get information from one of the villains, allows herself to be captured and taken into a brothel called the Honey Bee Inn, which, mm -hmm. number one, isn't that just a great name for a whorehouse? Um, Kinda, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but for you to get in, Aerith, this other character, tells you, well, there's only one way they're letting a man in. You gotta look like a woman. Yes, this is... It was not the most sensitive take back in the 90s, but I love the way that they handled it in the remake, which was very inclusive, actually, and, uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought, oh, my God, this is so respectful of it. Basically, they turn Cloud into a drag queen. Um, and to do this that in the game. That was such a cool scene, honestly. The whole dance-off? Like, yeah. this is the gayest shit I've ever done in my life. No, there was the twerking competition. This is the second gayest. Th Wait, no, there was that party. Anyway, um, You've that's for later. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I live in Philly, man. I'm an open-minded person. I basically was like a few steps away from the gayborhood. Like, I, I don't know. Um, um, do you remember when you had to fight that house? Fuck the hell house. Fuck it twice. I remember Jesus Sunan. Christ. You remember Sunan? Sunan. Oh yeah, Sunan. Sunan right? uh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, because we. He was like, fuck this house. He had. The, I remember yeah. he posted on Facebook too, and I would post it on Facebook, and I think you might have posted like "fuck this hell house," and yeah, then we I, were like messaging on Messenger how to beat it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was never very close with him, but I, when I learned he was an FF nerd, I'm like, okay, no, you in the family now. I will die for you, man. Yeah, um, I mean, I had to work with him because um, finance, right? Yeah, and then he, 
Turned out he was uh, marrying a Filipina, so you know we kind of like had some. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, yeah, oh, okay. he married a Filipina, so it's pretty cool. Okay. Um, hold on. Well, take it back to the drag queen shit, just for yes. one moment. In the original game, you had to satisfy certain criteria to get the maximum attractive look. So you tell this dressmaker, "I want something soft that shimmers." That gets you the silk dress. And then you can infiltrate a uh, an inn and buy something from one of their vending machines. And if you buy the best of it, you'll be compensated with a tiara. It's either glass or um, pearl or diamond tiara, I think. I might be getting the details wrong, but that diamond tiara is the one. So me at 12 years old, I'm like, I'm not going to settle for less. I deserve to be beautiful. And it was at that moment, I'm like, I'm learning things. <laughs> but um no, it was it was very funny in the original. In the remake, they turn it into like this big musical number, so it's even more ridiculous. But the proprietor of the Honeybee Inn decides to assist you and make you glam the fuck up. And I I thought it was very well done. Um now Now I need to replay it before um Rebirth comes out. Yeah, FF7 Rebirth looks like it's going to continue what they did with the original remake. Mm -hmm. And even though they changed a lot, boy, did they change a lot, they kept the spirit of the characters alive. Near the conclusion, when you're squaring off against the big bad, Sephiroth, this name of all iconic First of all, Sephiroth villain. is kind of hot. How'd I fucking know you'd be thirst trapping for this motherfucker? I knew it. <laughs> okay. Sephiroth has the face of a pretty boy, the body of an athlete, and... Um, he's got a very long sword. Yeah, yeah, that's not... Well, I mean, he's got an actual long sword, but also, <laughs> if he put gray sweatpants on, You'd no one would it. be... It's like, oh, damn. It'd be no, down to I his quit. ankle. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but you're uh. squaring off against him, and Cloud looks him in the eyes and says, what is the most... 90s edgelord shit bring it on bitch and i'm like yes motherfucker yes god damn it i love the attitude fuck yes <sighs> i'm sorry, I'm sorry I have, cloud like... your your sword is still smaller than sephiroth yeah but it's fatter <laughs> ah you got a point there yeah oh uh, god the buster sword you know honestly like i don't have any video game tattoos but i would get the buster sword i would get that just because this... I think I need to add to my video game tattoo. <laughs> Show that shit off. Hold on. You I got have the whole actually, gamer I have, sleeve. Yes. I think I have Final Fantasy X on me. I just... Uh, somewhere. So let's but, see. What can wait, I recognize? Wait. Uh, I'm trying to like... There's... It's, come on. How do I rotate this way? You know you there. can move there, the there, fucking there. microphone? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there. No, wait. Which way do I go? There. There I it is. Had. So that's that's the uh, water sword. The first the thing that... Uh, the scepter. Yes. Yeah. That, and uh, the blitz ball down at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. that is fucking legit. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I, I do have one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, Anne has this half sleeve that she got done in the period yeah. before. Uh, before see? times. Yeah. She's a little bit of a badass. So. One day in the summer, when we record in the summer, I'll be in a tank top. So you'll see it. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I, but the only ink I have is this. The uh, Fibonacci sequence. 
And I've I've realized I have too much ink because I've I'm trying to quit smoking. Mm. And I've I have nowhere to put the patch. You dummy. You that's why I'm okay. getting all these itchies because I'm running out of spots. Like I can't put it on my arm because there's tattoos. Normally I'd put it on my upper back, but I've got tattoos on my upper back now. Put that shit right on the throat. It's going uh. everywhere, and it's like I'm running out of spots because you got to rotate it. So now you I'm going to swap over to, to use more than one patch, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but you're I'm not just supposed checking. to put you're not supposed to put a patch back on for seven days in the same spot. So that's why I'm running out of space. No, I admit I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going oh. to lozenges. It's fine. Okay, good. I was going to say, like, the gum is also a really easy way to do yeah. it. Like, uh, a lot of people, uh, Nicorette, do they still make that? I'm getting the Amazon Basics version. Fuck it, it works. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um, anyway, um, <clears throat> I haven't finished Final Fantasy VII. Like, I never played the original so I don't know how it ends, and I'm pretty sure somebody dies. It's just the way it goes, right? Like, somebody I'm going to fall in love with is going to die, and it's probably, I'm going to guess, it's the this cute little girl. bitch! It's Aerith, is it not? Has not finished the Lord, give me patience. I cannot be trusted with strength. She I dies think I broke him. at the end of disc one of three. Anyway, yes. Spoiler alert, Eris dies. Um, yep. Actually, that was something... I was like a maximalist when I first played it, right? Every character has a set of limit breaks. These are moves which you can use once you have sustained enough damage relative to your hit points. And it's kind of like a super move. You can use it. You can save it. You don't have to use it. But once you, once you have it active, you can unleash hell. In Aerith's case... Hers were all restorative abilities, and her greatest one is called Great Gospel. I remember hitting up uh, my friends, asking them how to get it, because I didn't really have reliable internet when I was younger. And when I got it, I was like, this is great. I'm going to be fucking invincible. And then they kill her. She dies in dramatic fashion, and it's a plot point that I remember getting so attached to these characters when I found out she's gone, gone. Like, it did make me tear up. This of is course, how deeply invested on. I was in the fiction. It hasn't been often that I've cared that <clears throat> much about a story. But that was, that was one of those beautiful, just evanescent moments of real emotional impact. And oh, you know what? Speaking of emotional impact, both of us recently played Final Fantasy XVI. I know you haven't finished, okay? Yeah, so I, I won't spoil it. it for you. But how, come on, how emotional was it when Joshua dies? When so, Sid dies? Yeah, um, so first and foremost, how dare they make a Final Fantasy character I could actually cosplay just by putting on a costume and then kill him? Mm -hmm. Sid is, Sid is always a recurring character. There's always a Final Fantasy, there's always a Sid, right? He is my favorite Sid He's in all the, the fucking Final best. Fantasies. Like Sid and Highland, they killed him! I don't know. I just like wait. Who? Uh, FF sixteen Sid voice actor. Who is that? Don't know, but he's fucking awesome. Ralph Innocent. That's him. He, you may recognize his voice from The Witch, right? Because uh, I think he played the father on there. He has such an inimitable tone. It's this very throaty kind of a voice, and I can't really do it. Like I can try, can almost get it, but he's got that particular intonation as well. That I might care, might not. 
kind of thing, right? All I know is Sid is a sexy motherfucker. Yo, that dude, that that's not Sid, that's Daddy Sid, okay? Oh, yeah. And uh, Zaddy, I think, because, like, you know he's got to be into some weird shit. You can oh, look at the, you look at that man. He's got like his outfit. It's like David Bowie would wear that, right? I am showing. You're gonna tell me Sid. I'm wrong. Yeah, no, he is. He is a sexy motherfucker. And then when he turns into Lightning Sid, oh god. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah. Oh, there we go, Sid. Yeah, this is by far the greatest Sid in Final Fantasy history. And <clears throat> I will say this, it sucks that they killed him, but it made sense for the story. And also he died a bad motherfucker. He, he died yes. trying to, trying to basically strike God down as I think, I think that Ultima is a kind of God. I don't know he is, exactly. Yeah. He is, That's he what is I fucking God, thought. Yeah. How creepy is Ultima, by the way? Fuck him. He has that dead eyed stare and an intonation that says uh. he may or may not be there. He's creepy. Always I don't like him. Forward, mythos. Like, holy shit. My dream, I would love to play a character, to voice a character in any of these games. It'll never happen, but goddamn, I would love it. Even if I'm just the guy, would. even if I'm just the guy, like, like some fucking character in the background going all like, hey, Cloud, you know, just some dumb shit like that. Um, but yeah. This this whole series is magnificent, and there's so many to talk about. Like we could do this entire day on just oh, oh my Final God. Fantasy, right? Um, I mean, and then you got Jill, right? Who I was, I told. Oh Paul, yeah, I told Paul when I first played. I'm like, Jill is like a mixture of Tifa and Yuna. She is. She has this this air of solemnity about her, but she's also the childhood friend. She's a fucking badass, and. That's that's an amazing representation of Shiva, right? Shiva's Absolutely, a, uh, the yeah. Ice Queen summon, and the, they did something with the uh, the summons in FF16 that is way different. You play as them, which is yes. not that original. Like FF10, you could directly control them, but the summon battles are so over oh the top. Oh my god. Yo. I remember you text me like, this is an awesome battle. And I'm just like thinking to myself, he thinks it's over. It's not over yet. You got to fight this guy two oh more times. Oh my God, that fight with fucking Titan. Jesus uh -huh. Christ. It's so, it, you know what the closest I can think of it is? Like the really big boss fights in God of War. Yes. Like where it is an entire fucking event. Mm -hmm. It's so great. And the boss theme, uh, I think it's called To Sail Distant Seas or Forbidden Seas. Hold on. To sail forbidden seas, FF sixteen. Yep, that's it. It has that mood about it where you know something incredible is about to happen, and yeah. it's so intense. I love it. It's great. I oh will say that. Oh my god! You can buy a Torgal plushie. <gasps> Link me, bitch. I I'm just looking up. I, let me see where you can actually buy it. Torgal is the companion dog character who you later learn is also some kind of a, a demon spirit. Like, he can become electrified, and it's fucking metal as hell. Um, oh, yeah. I always use Torgal. I use Torgal manual mode. I don't know. It's like, get him. FF16 also has the benefit of having a protagonist that I really love, right? Yes. And all I can think is that... Uh, Hold on. I'm looking something up. Rossfield. I couldn't remember his last name. Clive Rossfield. 
This is the character. And he um, has... Torgo plushie is $138. That's walking around money. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. That's that's too fucking much. I'm not buying nope. that. I mean, um, he's cute. Fucking cute. I might get it just to surprise Linda. Oh, God, it's uh, so cute. Ah, oh, fuck it. Um, anyway, $130 poorer. Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Clive has some excellent redeeming character uh, values. First off, yeah. his voice actor, far and away, some of the best voice acting in the fucking series. I love it. And in combat, you can kind of overkill enemies if you're significantly stronger than them. Yeah. And he does this one move where he basically, he fucking soccer kicks the shit out of an enemy when they're down and growls at them and stay down. It's like, yes. this motherfucker, yes, get that bitch. I love it. It's so hype. I gotta um, ask, what element do you like the most? when the you? Because, you know, you steal oh. the powers. That's right. So... I have to say, closing distance quickly, I like using Phoenix, but actually, it's not just one for me. My overall favorite, my overall favorite so far, I got to go with Titan, actually, because that okay. block is so useful, number one, and then when you time the moves, he gives that that aggressive growl when beating the shit out of people, and it's just like, it's amazing. Phoenix and Titan both I like the most, actually. Uh, they're gotcha. They're on even footing. I just got Bahamut. Which also, now okay. we know how to pronounce the summon names. I thought it was yes. Bahamut, right? And Ramu, I was calling Rama this whole time. My entire life is a lie. Hey, guess what? I have, I have, I have heartbreak for you. It's not pronounced Titus. It is pronounced Tidus. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't like it either. Oh, uh, no. No, no, no. I use um, the fire and lightning... And then I use, um, there's one more, and ice. Those are the three elements that I always have on. Ice? Oh, sorry. No! I'm sorry. No! Fuck! Okay, well, I just had a significant story event spoiled. <clears throat> I, um... <laughs> well, at least before the end, he smashed. You know, like... Yeah, I remember I sent him a picture of my game when I was playing. I'm like, look, they're naked! <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Like, <laughs> I I kind of appreciate that they tried to go for the Game of Thrones style fantasy, but also I feel like it's not their strongest suit. Now the world building is great, and they have the active time lore. Please give me more of that, because sometimes yes. I, there's so many fucking names and characters. I'm like, I can't remember who's what. Okay, my memory is not what it used to be, and I don't have all day to dedicate to this shit. So thank you for letting me look up who's what with the press of a button. I appreciate that. Uh, more games need to have these kind of encyclopedias of in-game content. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm really excited for... I, th I think that this is going to be one of those evergreen series that they're always going to be making them. Yes, and, no matter what. Yeah, that, well, that recently they're going for remakes, and I think that this is because, uh, number one, the creative juices are not flowing like they used to. Number two... The stories contained within these games are so much grander than the canvas they had at the time to express them. You mean to tell me, if they remade Final Fantasy VI, that steampunk magic meets technology vibe, that it would not sell 10 million copies? Oh, it's gonna sell. Yeah. Yeah. I am looking forward to it. I know it's gotta be coming down the pipe. 
Um, they have done remasters of all of these games, so clearly they're into it because they used to tell us the FF7 remake was never going to happen, right? Well, they maintained that for like fucking 15, 16 years. And then I remember E3 in 2015, I think it was. I was working at the casinos. It was late at night. I was watching E3 and I saw the video. And it's this, it starts with that, uh, like that Sephiroth theme, that piano music. And you hear a narrator talking about promises made. And it's like, oh shit, that's Midgar. And as soon as I saw the park, that park where Cloud and Aerith sit and talk, I was like, oh, oh, they're going to make it a series. They're going to tell the story in a movie format. Fucking great. Well, they're never going to remake it. This is the closest we can get. I'm so hype. And at the end of the trailer, the word remake flashes. I slammed my fist so fucking hard on my desk <laughs> and shouted. On the other side of the office wall was surveillance, and they thought I was getting attacked. Jeez. Yeah. So uh, there's a compilation of people reacting to this news. And one of them, he's this Jamaican guy. I can't remember his uh, channel name, but I should, we should drop it when we, uh, uh, when we can. Because he said, I don't like E3 anymore. And then it said remake. And he jumped out of his chair screaming, fuck yes. He spoke for all of us. Yes. <clears throat> because let's be honest, the millennium and all the years since have been pretty fucking wild. Yes, it and has. All of us who grew up with this kind of stuff, with this memorable story, we need a reason to feel fucking hope. And that, as pathetic as it may sound, that is something joyous. That is mm -hmm. a reprieve. That is an escape. And they did it well. So on February 29th, when, when this new instantiation releases, I've already taken a solid week off. I've spoken to Linda. I've told her flat out. I'm not doing shit. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't breathe at me. Nothing else exists. And I, I, I don't, I love games. I don't take them all that seriously anymore. But this one, get in my way and there will be nothing left to bury. So unfortunately, I am a finance bro and I can't take a week off during that week. Loser. So, Wait, no. Uh, Winner. How's it feel? <laughs> Financial success. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to have to like play it. You know, you'll no. be ahead of me this time. <laughs> yeah. It's um, for this one. I will make the time. I, mm -hmm. I, I have not had many occasions to just sit and do nothing. Like the last time I did that was probably Tears of the Kingdom, which I've still not beaten because I don't want it to end. That is, Loser. You, you need a fucking Switch and you need to play that game. Because, I have a Switch. Then play it. And I it. think we actually have it for my husband. <laughs> so you need to play Tears of the Kingdom because okay. it is the closest thing I came to rekindling that spirit of invention and play okay. that we had when we were kids, right? Like, <clears throat> it's so silly. The whole idea is, oh, okay, I got it. I have two pins and I can glue them together and get more pin. It's so silly, but that's how it works. And they have simple machines that you can tie together. Like, you get a flat board, put four wheels on it, put a control stick, you got a car. You want a rocket okay. car? Strap some fucking rockets to it. And it's so fun to be able to just sit there and tinker with shit. And sometimes it works and is great. And sometimes it blows up and you get demolished and it's still great because it's fun. You can't take it that seriously. It's, it's great. It's honestly 
the most joy I felt playing video games since I was a kid. Okay. Anyway, this is running a bit long, and uh, we, yeah. I feel like we could go all day on this, but we do have shit to do. We have real life. Um, yes. Um, but before we, whatever, I just want to quickly address 15, Final Fantasy 15, which was oh, yeah. basically just a fucking bromance. I didn't enjoy it. Um, 15 it was is... a bromance road trip. You know, I will say this. I will say this. The first foray uh, into a new new Final Fantasy, and they decided to... It, 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 it was bro trip Final Fantasy. It was. Yes. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought, I thought the music was great. The combat was a little weird. Um, and they spent so much time modeling the food that you cooked... I love that. Ignis is one of my favorite characters. I've developed a new recipe. It's like, oh, this motherfucker just made croque madame. Like, yeah. that speaks to me, because that's a whole one of my favorite sandwiches. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't bother beating it, because eventually I just was like, I'm not doing this. I don't, it was I have too more much. To do. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But we did get at least one good thing out of it. We got a cover of Stand By Me by Florence and the Machine that fucking slays yes and other sentences 12 year old me would be ashamed of um yeah it, i thought it was good but not good enough to to finish i i give ff15 a 7 out of 10 because it was enjoyable but it just didn't hook me no ff16 no. so far this is at least an 8 out of 10 for me 7 is 10 for 10 greatness uh, what other what other honorable mentions should we give before cutting this episode off? Um, I don't know if it's an honorable mention. It's more of a how come we never did it, and that's fourteen. Because the online, online multiplayer. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I have a computer that can run it. I might. I know, but it's like no, thirteen dollars no, 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 no. a month. It's also a fucking job. Okay, yes. like I don't have. I know it would be fun. I also know I have too many other actual commitments in my life. I can't do it. Um, I mean, like when we were younger and we didn't have commitments, I guess because it was $13 a month. <laughs> you had to keep yeah. paying to play it. Well, World of Warcraft, you did that. Uh, I did, but oh, you got to remember was... Rich paid for it. <laughs> so World of Warcraft is what Anne was deep into. Yes. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. I don't remember exactly, but I'm going to guess Blood Elf. No. Damn. What'd you play? I was a Night Elf. I knew it, it would be some kind of elf. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Um. Well, all right, fine. I guess I can roll with that. Um. I think I briefly played it, and I was some human wizard. And uh -huh. for the longest time, I would just like hang around helping people right at the home hub. I was just like, here, I'll help you. Get the last, get the last hit on that. You need the experience. No, no, it's like um, I I played because Rich played and we wanted mm -hmm. to like spend time together. So he bought me an account, like oh a, a subscription. And um, I ended up becoming better than him and becoming serious and joining guilds and running raids. And he's just like, what the fuck, man? This is, this is, this is a motif in Anne's life all the yeah. time. She gets into something a little bit and then she's like, this is cool. Yes. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had like four person. level 80 characters when he only had one. Jesus fucking Christ, Dan. And I was like the person like, oh, we need a tank. You... Uh, I got a tank. I, we need a healer. I got a healer. We need, you know. I, I, I was like whatever they needed. Yeah, yeah okay. I, at around the time you were doing that, I was discovering uh, 
let me see. Right about 2007 is when the Orange Box came out. And I think that was when I discovered Team Fortress 2, mm-hmm. which is this big Saturday morning cartoon violent shooter. And I loved it. I swear to God, like, um, I can still remember the layout of some of the maps so well, I could almost play blindfolded. That's what I was doing. And also my little brother, my youngest brother, uh, he got into it too, immediately got better than I could ever hope to be. So I was like, well, okay. At one point we actually had two computers, desktop computers beside each other. We were, I was like on this side facing that way. He was on the other side facing me. And I will always remember that because it was so goofy. We decided to roll heavy and medic. The heavy is a character who's, he carries a fucking chain gun, right? Like, Motherfucker ripped it off a jet and said, yes, this is perfect, and rolls into the battlefield. The medic is this this uh, this German doctor, right? And you have an ability where you can make someone temporarily invincible. We rolled into enemy territory. I was talking shit the whole time. So not only am I invincible with a fucking chain gun, I'm broadcasting across to everybody the most violent language you can imagine, and it was great. Nothing brings brothers together like murder. Oh, memories. Gotta love it. No wonder I'm a fuck up. <laughs> um, okay, let's close out by sending someone to hell. And we didn't even, we didn't talk about it, but may I make a proposal? You know what? You suggest the first one. I don't actually have a suggestion for hell for this one. In Final Fantasy X, there are ultimate weapons. And each of them requires you to go through an ordeal. And none is more challenging than getting Titus's ultimate weapon. And to get that, you've got to beat this nun in a chocobo race. A chocobo race where things are getting thrown at you on the obstacle course. And I play, I kept a tally, 30 fucking seven attempts. (laughs) Okay? And when I finally bested her, I remember saying the dumbest sentence of my life, screaming it at the TV and getting yelled at by my parents. Fuck you, lady. Fuck you and the bird you rode in on. Chocobo. (laughs) That's it. That's the episode. Yeah. When I get done with all the actual paperwork I'm catching up with on a Sunday, I will then probably, I'm probably going to go back into uh, uh, other Final Fantasy games. I'm in a mood to play it now. That is fucking amazing. No, no, no. You need to upload our episode, bitch. (laughs) Yes, you're right. Let me do that first. Get this one downloaded. Get all that. Okay, so after this, upload, I think it's the healthcare episode? Yes. Okay, and then... Which, by the uh, way, apologies, we miss an episode because we suck. We No, fuck that shit. We have lives, okay? Yes. We're not making money off of this yet, so uh, yeah. We missed a week to all five people who care that we exist. Get over it. I'm not apologizing. Fuck you. No, that's not our style. Anyway, that's it. Um, and if we do not see you next week, then we will definitely see you in hell. Ciao, guys. And swords. Woo woo. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
If you enjoyed this episode, why not share the love by sharing the show with your friends? Or maybe your enemies? Both. Just share the episode. Thanks.